You're listening to the Hello Awesome Podcast, and this is episode number 71. Hey, my friends, welcome back to the podcast. I hope that you have been enjoying these extra interviews that I have for you. I am so excited to say that all of our episodes this summer are interviews. How cool is that? I know you guys love them and you share them all the time on social media, and I really appreciate that. I do have a special bonus episode that I'm going to throw in at the end of this season that'll be all about my new book, Give It to God Girl, which is actually available for pre-order right now. The pre-order deal is only $12 with shipping for U.S. residents and comes with bonus freebies like an 8x10 printable poster and phone wallpaper bundle that includes actual book quotes. If you haven't reserved your copy of my new book, and yes, this will be a real paperback book with real pages, not an ebook, then go to HelloAwesomeMinistries.com or click the active link in the show notes to snag one right now. But besides that episode, all the other episodes from now until September will be conversations with some amazing women of God. I really cannot wait for you to hear what we talk about and you are just going to love it. So today on the podcast, the sweet and fashionable Sabrina Santiago stops by to chat about faith and friends. You may know Sabrina from Instagram. Her account is s.r.s64, where she blogs about faith and fashion. In today's episode, Sabrina talks about having morally conscious friends, why jealousy and gossip is not healthy in our relationships, how our faith breeds faith in other people, and she shares a truly amazing testimony about how God built up her faith through a long job hunt. That job hunt actually landed her in a place where she could be a good witness about Jesus to her boss and coworkers. Before we begin the conversation, I wanted to give you an update. You're going to hear Sabrina talk about her job hunt journey and mention the desire her boss had to attend her church. Now, since the recording of this episode, not only did he go to church with Sabrina, but he's been a visitor a total of four times. How amazing is that? She also told me her coworkers are still very open to going as well. So let's pray that this current crisis that we're facing in this nation fades very soon so that Sabrina can continue being the light that she is and bring people to Christ. Amen. So I hope that encouraged you already. Talking with Sabrina is so chill and so real. I love her heart so much, and I know that you will too. All right, I've already talked way too long in this intro, so let's get right into that chat, my friend. Here is episode 71 that I am calling Faith and Friends with Sabrina Santiago. Hey guys, I'm JC. Are you ready for real conversations about faith, business, and life? Me too. This is the Hello Awesome Podcast, where I bring forth topics and truthful insights that will encourage you to make intentional choices and pursue God with your whole heart. Are you ready to say hello to the awesome blessings that God has for you? All right, let's do this. Summer is upon us, and what better way to celebrate than with some sweet deals? I have an amazing group of business ladies who have sponsored the podcast, and they have a treat just for Hello Awesome listeners. My friend Chantel, a two-time podcast guest, runs the very successful modest fashion clothing brand, Nuggles. Aiming to always provide beautiful, comfortable, and affordable apparel, Nuggles desires every lady to embrace modesty with style. You don't have to break the bank 
or sacrifice that morning latte when you shop with Nuggles. In fact, Hello Awesome listeners can use the exclusive 10% off discount code by using Hello Awesome 10 during checkout. Head to Nuggles.us to browse their full collection today. Again, that's N-U-G-G-L-E-S dot U-S to shop high quality products to add to your modest wardrobe right now. Do you find yourself struggling to find a durable scrunchie that's both functional and cute? Seriously, look no further than Sovita. Guys, I am not lying when I say that I use Lucy's scrunchies every single day and my hair reaches behind my knees. Sovita is a handmade shop with beautiful and fun scrunchies, headbands, and more. Use coupon code PODCAST for 10% off your order right now at sovita.com. That's S-E-W-V-I-D-A.com. Go grab a few goodies this summer and keep your hair off your neck with style. Be sure to also follow Lucy on Instagram at Sovita. Are you looking for classic modest pieces for your summer wardrobe? My girl Mandy over at Blue Thistle Taylor has timeless dresses, skirts, and handbags. Last year, it was such a treat to meet Mandy during general conference in Indiana, and I truly feel like we're soul sisters. I love her passion for simplistic modesty, and you will too. Just use our special code HelloAwesome for 20% off your order on BlueThistleTaylor.com. That's B-L-U-T-H-I-S-T-L-E-T-A-I-L-L-U-E-R.com. Also give her a follow on Instagram at BlueThistleTaylor. I don't know about you, but I struggle to find quality skincare products with simple ingredients that don't irritate my skin, especially in these hot summer months. While Rachel over at Oneness Essentials makes handmade soap and body products that not only look and smell beautiful, but they're perfect for sensitive skin like mine. I seriously can't wait to try her Cocoa Cream Lotion. It sounds like it smells amazing. Use code HelloAwesome for 15% off your order when you shop at OnenessSoapBiz.com. That's O-N-E-N-E-S-S-S-O-A-P. Biz.com. Make sure to also follow Oneness Soap Biz on Instagram for gorgeous product photos and updated business info. So when I think of summer, I think of hanging out by the shore and strolling along little shops, browsing at the adorable clothing that I just can't afford. Can you relate? Well, you don't have to worry about that with Dress Like an Angel. Felicia is a pastor's wife and mama of two beautiful daughters who has been selling clothing for 30 years now. Wow, this woman of God is the ultimate mama boss. Felicia's shop, Dressed Like an Angel, features stunning dresses, skirts, extenders, layered tops, and so much more in a variety of styles while highlighting the beauty of modesty. She even carries items for young girls like her best-selling lace tights. If you live near Starks, Louisiana, stop by their brick and mortar store that's filled with adorable, gorgeous clothing. Or use our exclusive discount code HelloAwesome for 10% off your order at DressLikeAnAngel.com. Keep up with their huge inventory selection and future sales by following DressLikeAnAngel on Instagram. 
Hey everyone, welcome back to the Hello Awesome podcast. I am chatting today with the beautiful and brilliant Sabrina Santiago. We are going to be having a good time here. Sabrina, thank you so much for being on the Hello Awesome podcast. This is such a treat. We met in real life, which has been pretty yeah. cool. I don't get to say that about a lot of guests um, on the podcast, but we actually saw each other face to face at General we Conference did. last year. And that was so cool because I think we saw each other. We're like, hey, we kind of know each other. Um, <laughs> yep. <laughs> so yeah. I want you to just take a minute to just share with the listeners who you are, what you do, and where they might know you from. All right. Well, hello to whoever's listening. Um, my name's Sabrina I'm Santiago. So I, you know, I write blogs. I, I blog about my life. Um, they, you guys might know me from Instagram. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to be on this on this podcast show. <laughs> so Sabrina, I obviously that's where we connected is on Instagram. I think many of us can probably mm -hmm. say we connect mostly on Instagram because it's just such a cool place to meet people of you know like minded faith or who have the same convictions as we do. And um, mm -hmm. I really do love a, love your account, you know, for the fashion inspiration and. And you also just share a lot of words of wisdom, which I think that's just a cool combo. Mm -hmm. And you have such awesome perspectives on things that really hit the heart. And so I wanted to talk to you today about faith and friends, which sounds like mm -hmm. a broad topic, but I think we could all relate to those. And so I wanted to ask you, how important is it for us as apostolic women to have morally conscious friends? Okay, so first things first. So I'm a firm believer in whoever you surround yourself with, you will become, mm -hmm. you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure like we all have, have heard, you know, that saying it's very common, but for someone who has personally experienced that, you know, in life, you tend to choose to take choosing your circle of friends a lot more carefully than before. His word says iron sharpeneth iron. And mm -hmm. I think that's important for us you know, as apostolic women to keep and confide in friends that share the same values and the same beliefs as our own in the church. You know, I'm not saying we're going against having friends, you know, who aren't necessarily in the church. Right. Um, not at all. <laughs> but I do believe that our inner circle, whoever's in our, you know, category or group of friends should be those in like-mindedness, you know, if that makes sense. Um, yeah. you know, we need, we need each other and, you know, we need to be grounded. We need somebody to, to be there for us. That's why I think, you know, friendships, any relationship, it's very powerful in some way. It, you know, it influences in great, like a great impact on your life, whether it could be good or it can be bad. I know in Proverbs, I think it's 1824 says that a friend sticketh closer than a brother. And I, I really believe that from seeing that in others' lives and my life, I see that that is actually, it's very true. And I also, you know, when they say you are what you eat. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, that, that's very true. And I think it's, it's the same concept. Like you are what you eat, you know, you are what you speak. But I also believe 
you are what and who you allow in your life. I was like, you know, like, which can result in the outcome of who you are, you know, which is why as women of God, we need to be careful who we allow speak into our lives because it can build us or it can easily, easily tear us down or even like derail us to a way that is totally off, you know, God's, God's path for us. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, that's why, like I said, like friendship, you know, it doesn't even have to be a friendship. It could be a relationship. It could be some kind of relationship in some way. People will influence you. That's why I think surrounding ourselves with kingdom-minded people, people who are seeking and desiring more of him in our lives will breathe into us as a vessel. Yeah, I agree. And one of the reasons why I wanted to talk with you about this concept of, you know, just having morally conscious friends is I think sometimes we forget that, you know, it's really important because Mm -hmm. I think we tend to want to just impress people or have them be impressed by us. And we don't realize that sometimes there's a cost to that. And Mm -hmm. like, I don't know, I, I was just thinking about in my life and I added a little bit about friendship in my la- my latest book, The Glitter Effect, and it just keeps like cycling through my brain when I talk to different people is like, you know, we're not saying that you can't have friends outside of the church. Like mm-hmm. we are in this world, but like we always say also, we're not supposed to be of this world. So we should have a group of friends who will at least respect our convictions. You know, mm-hmm. I don't think it's really... Uh, in the will of God to have friends, even if they're in the church, but that don't respect your convictions, especially if yeah. they know it's important to you. Yeah. And, uh, I, I absolutely believe that too. Mm-hmm. And this kind of leads me into the next point. And this might sound like kind of like <laughs> out of left field, but it's just been something that I've been thinking about. So I really wanted to just ask your wisdom about this because as people who are on Instagram, like you and I are both active on Instagram. And I think that has mm-hmm. given some people um, just different perspectives when it comes to friendships. Well, I'm not saying mm-hmm. negative or positive. It's probably both. But um, I think sometimes we tend to think that we know people based on what they just perceive or show online yeah. when we don't know the whole story. So um, I wanted to know, do you think some of us don't become friends because we might be jealous of one another? Okay. So I do. And it's not, you know, to say that that's how we all are. Mm-hmm. No, but I do think, you know, that, you know, unfortunately, you know, this world that we live in feeds off of jealousy. I, I think that people, especially it attacks us as women more you know, because we want to be beautiful to somebody. We want that validation. So I think that way of being, it really hunts, it hunts us. But I can't say, you know, something so shocking. It's everywhere. It always has been. Um, By no means, you know, am I saying that that's everyone? It's not at all. But I do, I, I believe there are some people who do not want to accept someone in their life or as their friend because maybe of the competition they might feel against them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Anywhere we go, we will always have someone who will speak ill about us. 
you know, whether we're doing right or we're doing wrong in the church or out of the church, we will never, you know, be able to meet man's expectation for our lives. And that's okay, you know, because that's not who we're living for. You know what I mean? We're not living to please the men on this earth. And when I mean men, I mean like man, (laughs) you know, like both male and female. But yeah, Proverbs, um, I know that it says, a forward man, so it's strife, and a whisper separateth cheap friends. Mm -hmm. Um, And the scripture is pretty translucent, you know what I mean? You know, it's pretty clear, dishonest man spreads strife, and a whisper separates close friends. So to me, that's talking about gossip, (laughs) I think. Um, Sometimes we might translate it a little differently than others, but I think it's very clear um, you know, gossip, jealousy, competition, things like that, that destroys relationships, that destroys people. It really does. Mm-hmm. But I, at the same time, we can't really be so upset at that. If we know somebody is dealing with that or we know something of that, you know, we can't really be upset because we've all been there. We, we know what that is. We know what that's like. Right. Um, we all are human. I know we're flesh, we're not perfect, and I know that's not an excuse either for us to live by, but we, you know, we have to recognize it and refrain from that way. It's an insecurity, and, but it's also a spiritual thing, I think, but only, only God can heal that. You know, you can be there for that person. You can try to support them, to keep them up there. You can't really control how somebody feels about you or, you know, doesn't want to accept you because of that. But, you know, I think there should be no jealousy, like in our hearts against anybody, you know, if we're living for God. But I know that 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 comes. We're human and things will come our way. We have to fight. You know, it's a constant flesh thing, you know. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think by, you know, having love and moving past the factor and praying for them and still supporting them and still trying to be that friend from a distance is way more rewarding to me to know that even though you won't accept me, I'm still here, but from a distance. Yeah. I think that it shouldn't allow that way of being to constrict you from loving that person. You can Mm -hmm. still love them. You know, maybe if they just don't accept you, keep praying for them, you know, keep being good to them. They might upset you. (laughs) They might. But we have to recognize it, that it's a spiritual thing. It's not physical. You know what I mean? We're not fighting against the flesh and blood. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I, you know, I say that we, we all definitely have dealt with some kind of insecurity in that way, in that area, I think just praying for them, you keeping good to them, show them the love of God and still be that friend from a distance. Yeah, that's good. And, you know, I think one of the things that we have to realize is that, like you said, we are going to feel those things. We are humans, Mm -hmm. but we have to understand that the person that we are feeling jealous about or towards, they're also human. So they're Uh not perfect and they have their own flaws and like maybe they have something you want or maybe they are doing things that you want to do um that doesn't mean that your blessings aren't going to be as good and 
I think sometimes, especially with social media, like a lot of us are sharing just all of the great stuff or we're sharing the pictures where our hair looks good, you know, or we're sharing mm-hmm. like uh, a powerful service that maybe we got to be a part of, but we're not sharing maybe before service, we were cleaning toilets or like yeah. those days where we're, or those days, like back to back days where we've been in PJs, you know, like the same PJs yeah. two days in a row. Like we're not showing those things. So I think we have to understand, like you said, like we are humans and that's not justifying us, um, our, our jealous feelings. Like that shouldn't justify our jealous feelings, but we have to understand yeah. that like the spirit of jealousy isn't from God, right? Yeah, not at all. No. Right. So how do you think we could better like support one another and build maybe more faith instead of like being jealous and gossiping? Okay. So I think we can better support one another um, and build more faith by how we treat each other, how we, um, how we act. Because when you have faith in God, I think, I think that is like solid in you. And it'll actually show forth to others. So instead of us being, you know, jealous and gossiping about one another, I think maybe, you know, just still having faith, just still being there for that person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is true. And that's just a good reminder. I know, like, I think to us, because we've been in church maybe for a while, it seems so mm-hmm. basic. <laughs> yeah. So like we gloss over it, but then like we, we don't end up doing it. It's a really good reminder to just understand where people are coming from and just to be kind and to be nice and honestly, like, just don't take our own feelings so seriously. <laughs> hmm Yeah. Do you think the more faith we have in God, the better our friendships will be? Yes. Um, I actually, I really think so. Um, I think faith, like I said, I think I said this earlier, um, I think faith breeds faith if that makes sense it's like that saying if you speak it it will come into existence i i truly believe that i believe it's the same concept if you believe it it will come into existence if you have faith it will happen if your faith is solid in god i definitely believe that it breathes out to others you know including our friendships um because our faith like i said is our foundation um, it's what we build off, and if we are solid in that, lots of other things follow after that, like obedience, you know, love, unity, the way we speak and treat others, et cetera. Yeah, it's kind of like an infection, <laughs> you know. It begins to mm-hmm. grow on others. It, you know, it begins to work and change them in ways we just never even knew could change them, you know. So I do believe that if our faith is solid in God you know, so will our friendships be definitely. Yeah, I agree with that too. And I think like you said, like faith breeds faith. So like if we grow in God and we know who he is, then we're more confident in who we are. And so we don't have to like seek approval for other people or validation. And I think sometimes that's what hurts our friendships is we get so offended with people. Um, Well, especially lately, you know, (laughs) in this, in this, culture climate that we have going on right now but um the current climate of culture i should say but i think that god shows us who we are when we 
when we know who he is and then we understand more of like our our god-given identity then we're just more able to trust him with things and then we can have more freedom and joy in our friendships and relationships so i think that's really important to remember oh yeah definitely yes so you have a testimony about your current job situation and i really want you to share it i want you to tell us how god has blessed you recently so there's lots of details but i will not go into details it could take forever um (laughs) But this actually relates to this whole topic that we're speaking about. So long story short, um, about the summer of 2018, I got, I got this job. Um, it was a small job. You know, it was fine. I didn't have any complaints. I worked at a pretzel shop, which was great, but not at the same time. <laughs> but, you know, I remember just praying to God and saying that, you know, I wanted to advance more. You know, my faith wasn't so strong at that time. Um, I wanted to advance, but I wasn't pushing or motivating myself to actually respond to that. You know, so around, I think it was HYC of of that time, um, you know, I went and you know, I was praying the same stuff. And I, I knew that God was going to do something, you know, and I came back. And honestly, a lot of things, I thought things were falling apart. (laughs) And Mm. I know that's how it seems for some people, like in some, like other people's eyes, that might be, oh my gosh, you know, this is all falling apart. Nothing's going to work out. But sometimes, you know, from experience, I think that's where it just begins. When I came back, you know, there was just a lot of things going on and there was conflict with the beliefs and things like, and I'm sure you have experienced that or, you know, anybody um, in your workplace, people don't really necessarily believe the same as you and they might say things, they might try to humiliate you, they might try to really like embarrass you. Yeah. But I, I knew God was doing that, not that he was doing that, but I knew that was taking place because of what I asked and I wasn't really doing anything to go forward. So I, I like, I really believe now looking back that with this whole thing that ended up happening was because I think God was truly like moving me out of that. You know, I, he was trying to advance me in that way when I wasn't the one making the move. Um, so mm-hmm. long story short, the manager of the place I was working for, she's a great, great um, woman. She was um, very, very nice and everything. And then she just kind of like, I guess, turned on me in a way. Like she was always asking about church. You know, she always wanted to come. And then it was like she just, it was like flipped. And I was questioning what's going on, you know, like what is going on? Mm-hmm. And there was conflict that happened when. I guess she discriminated one of my friends that I was going to a church service with after I got off my shift. And so we let the owner know about it. They didn't do anything about it. So like already knowing that they weren't going to do anything about it would get me like nervous and anxiety and scared. I'm like, oh gosh, you know, now they're just allowing this to happen. Now what's going to happen when I go back? Yeah. 
And that service we went to, I was at the altar. And, and you know, those times where you feel like just so scared and you just don't, you just don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember, like, I felt better, but it's like I knew, like that saying, the ugly has to come first before the good. Not always, but, you know, in my situation, I really I really believed the outcome at the end would be whatever the good the goodness that God had. Yeah. I, I went back I think one more day and it was it was bad. Like they since they didn't do anything about it, it's like they were openly just basically like bullying. And I remember like I was this close <laughs> this close from snapping. Mm-hmm. But I didn't because I knew that they were watching. I knew that we can't, you know, you can't do that. Not that you can't get angry about something, you know, we can be upset, but thinking I was like, I can't do that. It's not right. So I, I remember, you know, I was making food and, you know, I took off my apron. I I tossed it and I grabbed my things and I, I think I went outside and I called my mom and I told her I'm not coming back. I didn't have, I guess, you know, a job for, I think it was two months. And I remember because I, I quit. It was my, it was my decision. They weren't going to do anything about it. And I didn't want to work there, you know. And the area that I live in, it's kind of competitive to really get something because they're either all owned stores by like family members and everything. And that's, that was what was running through my mind at that time. I was like, oh, I'm not even going to be able to find anything, something that's close that I can, you know, accommodate to. And, you know, and that's when I truly believe that's when my faith that I never knew. I, I guess like when I was growing up, I didn't really know what having faith really was until that time. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have, a, I didn't have a job for two months. And I remember my mom said we were driving down the street and there was this shoe shop that's them now hiring. And she was like, oh, go in there and, and apply, you know. And because I was just applying to tons of places and nobody. And even when I would call them, they would say they would get back, but never did. So I went and I applied That's shoe store. And, you know, the owner, he he was writing down some information. He didn't really have like application at the time, but he was just asking me things and shook my hand. He said in about three to six days, about a week that he would call me back. And so I thought, oh my gosh, you know, I might, I might get something. And so he never, he never called that week. And I remember I applied to Target and Target interviewed me. And I guess I passed the second interview and they told me I would have a third interview. And they told me that they would give me a call and um, to just make sure that, you know, I answer. So I was waiting for that while, you know, I still never got anything back from that shoe store. Mm -hmm. Um, And I remembered that Target, it was about a week and a half that they never called me. And they said it'd be like three days or something. And I called them back and I asked if there was something like going on and they told me that they just decided that they weren't going to, you know, move me forward because, you know, at the time I didn't have retail experience. They said everything was great. It's just we wanted somebody with more experience. And so I was like, oh, okay, you know, that was our, you know, it's all right. It was, but 
like deep down, I was like, oh my gosh, like I literally thought I almost had it. You know, I was like Mm -hmm. this close to having something, you know, I was really thinking about it. I was like, what? I was like, they, they liked everything just because I didn't have retail experience. I was like thinking to myself, I could learn, you know? Yeah. But yeah. um, Well, you're like, that's why I'm here (laughs) to get it. Yeah. That's why I'm here. Yeah. Um, So then I remembered, I was like, you know, so I'm, applying other places and then I was like wait he never he never called me back either you know and I'm thinking like all these places don't want me and all this but he never called me that week so it's really close to my house so I walked there one day praying you know so much every single day like I really wasn't so active on anything at that time I was really more searching searching for an answer and so I prayed in the morning time. I was like, I'm going to go back. You know, I felt the urge to go back. So I walked to the store um, and I, you know, I went back in and I saw him and he was like, he told me that he's like, Oh, I'm so sorry. You know, like I haven't gotten back with you. I've been busy and all of this stuff, but come back and I'll give you a second interview. So, you know, I'm in back and he's talking to me really cool. And then he, he said, so like, what are your hobbies? And, you know, like that time of me not having a job and actually spending it in prayer and reading and just really like, like I really had a peace. Like, even though I didn't have a job, I just knew it was going to work out. And like, I really believe that's where God like really like was testing like my faith at that time. Mm-hmm. And there was like, even though I had no job, and everyone's pressuring me, you need to find something, you need to find something. I just felt like I, it's going to happen. I just know it, but it's not when you think I should. And so when I was there, he asked me about my hobbies. And, you know, I told him that to do this and that. And I said, I'm involved a lot at church. And he goes, oh, what church do you go to? So then I told him, and he was like, oh, well, is that like not denominational? Or, and I was like, oh, it's, Pentecostal um apostolic and he was like oh well and he was like I used to be Pentecostal he's like yeah I grew up in church with my mom and he was telling me that him and his mom used to go to this church and we were just talking and yeah the whole the whole interview was basically about church which was great I like it was just so shocking he's like I know everything about Holy Ghost speaking in tongues and all the long hair and and I was like, wow, you know, and so like, we're just talking. And then he told me, he was like, he's like, okay, well, I know I have to make a decision. He's like, but it's really against you and two other people right now. They have retail experience from this store and that store. And, you know, I was like, oh, and then that's where I was kind of like discouraged again. And I was like, oh, retail experience, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. And even though I kind of was starting to doubt it's like, no. And he asked me at that time before I left, he goes, I know you you don't have any, but, you know, could you learn? And I was like, yes, I could definitely learn, you know. And he was like, all right, well, I'm, I'm still going to think about it. Um, I still, you know, I, I am really thinking about it. It's really against you right now with some other people. So I was like, you know, it's all right. So I went back home and I was kind of discouraged. Was, you know, he might not pick me. You know, I don't have any experience at all. And then I, you know, I just went back in prayer and I 
had a dream the next, well, the next week after that, I had a dream. And I, there's, I don't know really what this is, but I have dreams sometimes that happen and they're not, it doesn't happen exactly the way I dream it, but the point of the dream will happen. Yeah. And it's crazy. I, I tell my mom all the time that I don't even dream half the time, but if I do, it's something that's like going to happen, <laughs> you know, and I, I might sound crazy to people, but it, it's true, you know, so I had a dream, but it was, it was more like a flash of like a vision. So my dream was that he was writing on his desk, like some papers and I was like standing by him. But in my dream, I knew it was hired. I was working there and it was weird. It was just a flash. And I woke up that day and I just had like, I don't know how to tell you. I had this like very um, excited, like feeling in my chest, like, oh my gosh, you know, something's going to happen. Yeah. And it was good. It wasn't, it wasn't bad. Right. But I wasn't thinking in my mind, oh, I'm going to be hired. I knew I was hired in my dream when I woke up, but I was still thinking about it. And so when I went about my day, it was around 12, 1, and I think I was in the library, and I just had this, this excited feeling go back. And, you know, I was thinking, and the thing about, I have noticed the thing about us humans, we don't want to be disappointed. And I noticed that Mm -hmm. a lot of times we really don't have the faith because we're scared that we'll be crushed or that it won't happen. And so when I was feeling that, like my old self would have been like, no, stop, nothing's going to happen, you know, no, and like start doubting. But when I was feeling that, I was like, God, if you're telling me to go back, you know, I'm believing whatever I was saying was like, I'm believing that you're going to let your will be done. I always, I think that's very important to always pray for his will. Never go, not that you're going against, but never pray anything that's not, you know, according to his will. I think, Mm -hmm. I think that's, you know, the best thing to, you know, incorporate. And I went back to the store right after, you know, and I walked in there and I just had this like peace. Like, I felt, like, so, like, relaxed, and um, he came back out, and he goes, oh, hi, you know, and he took me outside, and we were talking, and he's like, I'm sorry, still, I just, I can't choose right now. He was like, but how was church? <laughs> I'm just like, oh, it was great, you know, <laughs> you know, just like, That's all right, awesome. I'm here. Yeah. And so, you know, we were just talking, you know, and it was just great to me. Like, I was just really excited and so shocked to even know that you know he knew the things I did too and you know like we just got more deeper into the conversations you know about God and about just like I guess around that time was around 4th of July he told me at the end he's like you know I'm still thinking about it but maybe check up in a few weeks and I was kind of like uh when I was walking to my house I was really like sad. Like I right away felt very discouraged, but then I was like, you know what? I had to change my attitude. I was like, if, if that's all, if I just needed to be there just to plant the seed again in that man, I was like, it's all right. So that I just, I got my mind off it. I was like thinking that it's time to apply to other places. So I went back home and about an hour later, he texted me and he said, 
you know, hey, Sabrina, so I know one of our employees are going to be going off to college and we're going to need somebody to work. We'll put you full time in the fall time. But right now we could put you as part time. Would that be like something you're interested in? And I was like, oh, my gosh. So I, you know, I'm screenshotting it. I'm showing my mom. Like, mom, look, remember that dream I had, <laughs> you know? And so he ended up calling me, too, because I didn't like right away text him back but he called me and he asked me all of that and I was like yeah oh my gosh thank you you know and this July it'd be a whole year that I'm there and it's just crazy because everyone there knows you know that obviously you know I am who I am and it's just crazy that not all of them but a big handful of them are wanting to come to my church this young girl that just got baptized She's about 13, I think 14. And one of the little girls at our church brought her. And that's the little sister of my coworker that I work with. So Sunday, her mom actually came. And now my coworker is going to come next week. And so I just think that it all worked out in his plan. There was a reason why Target didn't, you know, go through. There was a reason why, you know, I had to leave. Um, you know, and I really think that that time my, my faith was really tested um, to really see, you know, if I was going to trust in him or trust in what man says, you know, it's crazy. And God's still working. I know two other people currently are wanting to come visit um, and about all of them live very close to my church, like about a block or two away. You know, even if I don't stay here for a long time, you know, and it's just to help these people like have a salvation, you know, then that's all right. They move me to the next place. You know what I mean? It'll be just like before, but yeah, I'm just really thankful. It's just crazy to really see when you respond to something, when God speaks to you and sometimes you might not even know what it really means, but I'm so thankful. I give God all glory for it. It's just crazy. That's such an awesome, incredible story. And it's just so encouraging because like you said, we don't want to be discouraged. You know, we don't want to be hurt. Mm-hmm. And it gets to the point sometimes where we're like, God, don't you know how much I want this? You know, whatever yeah. it is. Like, don't you mm-hmm. see? I'm trying to be a good person. You know, I'm trying to do what exactly. I need to do. And so we start feeling like it's our fault for whatever reason. And it's probably just the timing of it all. Mm-hmm. You know, like you had to be there at the right time to meet him. Yep. And maybe if you met him a month before, maybe he wouldn't have had the heart to be open to it. But you met him at like the right moment where like his heart was softened. And I think that's just such an incredible, incredible story. Thank you so much for sharing that. That is so just, that's just so cool. And I really do pray over you and that God will give you the boldness and just the right words to say that'll just bless their hearts and just bring them truth. That's just so, so great. Yes, please, please, you know, please keep them in prayer. My manager, my boss, actually, his name's Brent, um, and the girl, Ezra, and there's Jay and Lauren. There's a ton of other people, but they're really seeking, and they're, like, this close, if you know what I mean. They're, like, this close from really coming. You know, they'll ask things about God and stuff, but sometimes I know that they really you know, they have to come experience it for themselves. You know, we can only do so much 
and God can do the rest. That's what I'm saying that I know that they're, they're going to come. I just know that somebody there will be saved. And even if it's just one person, that's all right. And if you could just, you know, keep them in prayer, that'd be, that'd be great. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, this has been just such an amazing conversation. And I wanted you to just take uh, just a few more minutes before we leave here, but I wanted to ask you if you could just imagine that there was a girl listening right now who has been wounded by friendships in her life, maybe even in the church, whatever the situation, she just feels so defeated and she feels like she has lost some faith. What would you say to her right now? So to whoever is listening, like I understand and I totally, I get it. You know, I, I was in the same place. It might feel like you think you're defeated or hopeless, but you're not. And I really believe that God, if you just keep praying and you keep trusting in his timing and his plan, um, you'll never, you won't be disappointed. Um, I know that we don't understand it now, but we will later. And that's what I had to learn. And later on, I realized when I saw everything, you know, fall into place in his perfect time. You know, you're not defeated. It might feel that way, but, you know, I encourage you to to just seek and to ask him and to tell him, you know, to take you to that to that place that, you know, because he knows what's best for you. He knows what's best for all of us, you know, and he also gives us our desires. So I really think that if you're asking and you're praying for something and you're believing it in prayer, you will receive it. That's what the word says. And not to be discouraged. It doesn't happen exactly the way you thought. Um, because I know that even though it won't happen exactly the way we think at times, later on, you'll know. You'll know why. So just keep your head up and really just trust in God. Just trust in His plan. I, I really believe that your faith, it, it will be tested. You just got to trust Him. Yes. Amen. I love all of that. That's just so encouraging. Thank you so much. Um, I really do believe that that is going to touch somebody right now. Sabrina, I just appreciate you so much. You really are beautiful inside and out. And I know that sounds super cliche, but it's true. I'm just beyond thankful for your friendship. And this is just the beginning for you and I. Uh, so hopefully, you know, things can grow um, from here. But thank you for taking the time to be with me on the podcast and for sharing your story and for just being so vulnerable and amazing. Uh, I want you to just share with us where we can find you on social media. So you can find me on social media at s.r.s64. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast today, Sabrina. Thank you so much. This was great. I'm, I'm so thankful. Thank you. If you found this episode inspiring or helpful, would you take a screenshot of it and share it on your Instagram stories, tagging me at Hello Awesome Ministries? It will encourage me that you were blessed. Also, don't forget to leave a review and subscribe so you can tune into future episodes. To learn more about Hello Awesome, head to HelloAwesomeMinistries.com. Until next time, keep your chin up, beautiful.